You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy E-Man. What is up, everybody? This is your boy E-Man coming at you, episode 78. Here we are Sunday, January 12th. About, it's about 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, noontime before the second half of this weekend's playoff game start. But I'm not even going to wait for the other games to come on before I do my podcast for this week. I need to just go ahead and react to the hottest thing going on right now. The biggest buzz is the Tennessee Titans. Two unexpected historic wins of the past two weeks. Wild card with the New England Patriots. And of course, last night, the biggest upset in a very long time, taking down the number one seed, the Ravens. I mean, it was a complete manhandle situation yesterday. Before I move on, let's hear some words from our sponsors, my boys, my peoples from uh, Jazz Sports. Jazz Sports is your best choice for all well-rounded sports book. Have you seen all jazzsports.ag has to offer? With over 20 years experience, this landmark of online sports betting provides action fans with the best odds and player benefits. Interested in low rollover bonuses? Choose between two fantastic premiums with tiny rollover requirements. Watch your favorite games live through the exclusive Jazz TV feature. Unbet on your game as it unfolds with top-of-the-line live betting odds. Funding is easy as cashing out. Jazz Sports provides you with the safe and convenient payment options. Use promo code EMAN150 and receive 150% free play bonus to start up your account. Don't forget, Jazz Sports offers high-quality betting lines, true odds, and parlays, same-day payouts, and many other unbeatable action perks. Make the move today. Go to jazzsports.ag now and register your new account. Use promo code EMAN150 and experience online sports betting like never before. The Tennessee Titans pretty much are on a historic, definitely historic run right now, at least through the first two games. They're in one of those runs for the ages. I mean, they have two of the most unexpected wins in franchise history and probably NFL history. I mean, first of all, wildcard playoffs, they took down the GOATs, Brady and Belichick, ending the Patriots' legacy. The dominance they had in the past probably like 15 years, winning six out of nine Super Bowls, it's not going to happen this year at all. But look, they, they did it. They exposed the Patriots' weakness, which is exposing the fact, making Brady make the throws. He doesn't have any separation receivers. They, they exposed that. And they made him go deep, which he couldn't. The touchdown they have was a trick play, which is a run-in by Edelman. Their security blanket, who Gronkowski's not there anymore, showed up how much they needed that security blanket, that receiver that can separate themselves and make that clutch catch. Edelman dropped a very important catch when they were making the run before they had to punt it, but... At the end of the day, they just outplayed New England in their own game. New England shut down the passing game. And, of course, we knew they were not going to shut down King Henry, who's a stud. And I'm going to hit on on his performance and his um, exposure and how much of you – know, he's pretty much the whole offense for the the Tennessee Titans. But we're gonna I'm going to really dive into that and unpack his performance for the last two games a little bit later in this segment. Let's, just, let's break down the numbers. Pretty much against the Patriots, what the Titans did is they were like, you know what, dude, we're going to run the balls down your throat. Derrick Henry, 34 carries, 182 yards, one touchdown. That was it. Ryan Tannehill threw for one touchdown, had a clutch throw, pretty much went in there, threw for 72 yards. He even had that one costly pick, but they couldn't turn it into anything. At the end of the day, the game was won on the ground. Brady Brady could not get, could not get his receivers open. His receivers could not get open. Running game has been non-existent all year, unlike last year where Sony Michel was a big factor, and he, you know he could not get it. I mean, the, the 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 leading receiver for for the Patriots this year is James White, the running back, and there was their leading receiver in this game as well. 
that shows you the lack of receiving talent that they have. Julian Edelman did not show up. Nikhil Harry has been out all year. They don't have anybody. Look at these names. All right, look at these names for the wide receiver. Ben Watson had a decent game, but look, Burkhead was in the mix. Nikhil Harry, Mohamed Sanu, who was a trade that hasn't pan out. I mean, Philip Dorsett has been nowhere to be found. I kind of knew it was going to be the end of the road for the tennis, you know, for the uh, sorry, New England Patriots because they, they just don't have the talent. You know, Brady is 42 years old, but he needs talent around in order to win. And I don't care who you are. Even the GOAT is going to have a problem. But kudos to Mike Bravel. Again, great game plan went in there. Shut down the house without pick six, which that right there made the betters a lot of money. All right, the Tennessee Times are nine and seven. Went in there in their last game of the season and went in there and shut down the doors on the GOATs. When I mean the GOATs, Belichick and Brady. These guys are not winning a championship this year. But yesterday, honestly, I did not see this coming. I did not see the Titans coming in and dominating the Ravens. They beat them, you know, they won 28-12. And again, I did not see that coming. I thought the uh, Ravens would be freshed off. They haven't played in pretty much almost two weeks. So they didn't play last week because they had the bye week due to their due to their record and, and the best record in the NFL. But also they rested all their starters on the last game of the season, which is smart. You know, you got to give credit. You got to do that. You know, Ingram was banged up. You know, it's been a t- been a long year and a lot of work for Lamar Jackson, who's improved tremendously. You needed to give those guys some breaks. You know, Hollywood Brown has been injured on and off. So is Mark Andrews, who came in with a designation. Cannot. I think you've got to blame it on Rust a little bit. But I think the fact that Tennessee Titans came in more prepared, wanted it more, and look, they're they're they came in hungry. They definitely came in hungry, and it's one of those cases that they are really reminding me a lot of the 2007 New York Giants when they made that playoff run, and they're playing exactly alike. Again, Ryan Tannehill did not pass for 100 yards this time. He had 88 receiving, I mean, total passing yards. He had 72, like, in the first quarter. But the story of the game, again, is Derrick Henry. 195 rushing yards, 30 carries. That's what they're going to do. Cowbell, old school shove it down your throat, ground and pound game. And that's the way you're going to beat these offensive teams by just keeping them off the field, exposing their defenses. That's what they did. Ryan Tannehill, regardless of the fact, had two real good touchdowns, had a long, deep bomb. He is doing what he's supposed to be doing, which what he is, he's a game manager. He's a smart guy, has a lot of tools, can actually run, run and put it on the ground. He made a clutch play with his feet, grabbing the first round. But the whole offense is based on Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has almost had almost 400 yards of rushing in the last two games against New England and the Ravens combined. But Tannehill is not going to make mistakes, which is what you ask of him. That's why he was successful with the Dolphins. Of course, he never had a Derrick Henry with the Dolphins. So, yeah, let's see. That remains to be seen. And he was always injured. He is looking really, really like the best signing of the year. He was making like 17 or 18 million a year with the... Dolphins coming off that huge contract, and now he got picked up by the Tennessee Titans for 1.5, 1.8. So a great discount for a quarterback that is catching fire and helping the team and leading them. Well, no, Derrick Henry is leading the team, who even threw for a touchdown in this game against the Ravens in a good playoff run. Again, Mark Ravel, known for his defense, came out big again. Was uh, the defense really came through? You have to understand they had a total like you know eight tackles. Um, they were they were really they had four sacks. You had to respect what they what they needed to do, and and, and they came in with that game plan again. They were going to run the ball down the Ravens' throat just like they did to New England. 
and they were going to let Tannehill make the right plays. And that's what happens. That's what happens. I mean, right now, it's not rocket science with what the formula for the Tennessee Titans is. Is we're going to run the ball 30 freaking times, as many times as we can. Even Tannehill rushed it six times, and A.J. Brown had one rushing too. But it's all going to be Derrick Henry. We're going to rush it 30 times. All right? Those, we're going to attempt it. And we're going to get your defense tired off the field. All right? And have your offense be cold when they come back in. And then Ryan Tannehill is going to make the throws when he needs to. Not not allow him to throw that many, that much, because the whole game is going to be slow pace, ground and pound over and over again. For um, the Ravens, it's really a disappointing season. Uh, you got to react to the defense. They exposed Lamar Jackson the same way the, the Chargers did last year. Uh, they made it uncomfortable for him in the pocket, regardless of the few drop passes that the Ravens receivers had. I mean, there was a, a few of them by Sneed. Even the short-handed Mark Andrews, who ended up becoming, who was actually the first interception, which is not Lamar's fault. Brown even had a couple of drops. I mean, even though he had an excellent game, uh, Hollywood Brown. But, man, they made it difficult for Lamar Jackson, who threw for 36 touchdowns in the regular season, to really, really get a groove on and convert in the red zone. And, of course, when you had him struggle, I mean, it looked identical to the formula of last year as the charges applied to him. The only difference is that Lamar Jackson, if you look at his numbers had an unbelievable stat line, except for the turnovers. I mean, his stat line, 365 yards, sling the ball, did sling the ball 59 times, which I think that's what they wanted. They wanted to throw the ball a lot. Uh, had a touchdown. He did have a fumble and two interceptions, which is costly. You can't do that. Uh, that's a little bit of a Daniel Jones stat line there with the turnovers. 365 passing yards, had one that, that one touchdown. He also did everything he could. He had 143 rushing yards, man, 20 carries. He did what he needed to do, man. But unfortunately, the turnovers was not was was the X factor. Uh, the defense scheme by Brable, rushing four, dropping back five, or the opposite, I'm not sure, really made Lamar look uncomfortable. The kid, the kid had an amazing year. I mean, he had an amazing year, Lamar Jackson. That he's probably going to win the MVP. And 36 touches, I think he had like six interceptions all year long. Was a complete different story. The Ravens suffer the, suffer the first loss since like the beginning, the first months of the season. That seems like they had their, they had, this is the first time they lost in 104 days since September 29th. Became the first number one seed to fall to a number six seed since like 2010. Also, they became, they're the sixth team in the NFL playoff, began in, uh, since 1933 to win at least 14 games in a season, but failed to win a single preseason game. That's pretty crazy. Lamar Jackson, yes, if you notice, I've given him all this kudos. I, I even apologize for saying that he's a running quarterback and not a real quarterback and then shut everybody down with 36 touchdowns. Um, I called him, you know, back if you listen to my podcast, which all my loyal listeners will do. He's a new hotness, the new shiny toy, Tim, Tim Tebow 2.0. But look, Lamar Jackson did improve tremendously year over year. To, in his first full season, the kid threw for 36 touchdowns, threw for 3,000 yards, and rushed for 1,000. All right? He broke Michael Vick's single-season rushing mark for a quarterback. That's huge, all right? Considering the fact that last year when he came in, and he played like a lot of games, even though he didn't play the full season, I think he played over 10 games, only threw for seven or eight touchdowns. It was all on the ground. So because of that work ethic, I am not going to dismiss Lamar Jackson just yet. But... He has been exposed two years in a row. 
And so far, having athletic ability and running around the pocket and making plays with your feet are very helpful in the regular season so far. But Lamar Jackson's case, not in the playoffs. Again, I'm not dismissing this kid because somebody that worked as hard as he does, I think you still got to give him a shot. And 36 touchdowns, and he's going to win the MVP. You got to give this kid a shot because he's going to come back, and he's got, I think he's going to work hard and then correct what he needs to correct in order to be successful. Again, I think the Ravens are missing, apart from Hollywood Brown, that's a good piece, and Mark Andrews. Still need that DJ Metcalf, Antonio Brown, OBJ kind of receiver, size, strength, and speed that you could just throw it out there and let him make the play. He still needs that help. He doesn't have that yet. Lamar Jackson doesn't have that yet. And I think Lamar will come back and have a decent season next year. But that's two strikes already in the playoffs. Being exposed, not being able to be consistent and complete passes when you need to. Um, look, I, you got to give Tennessee credit. Their whole offense is based on ground and pounding the ball with uh, Derrick Henry. Man, he is the king. This dude is nasty. That's pretty much what they did, and that's the way Tennessee is going to keep going. Lamar Jackson will be back, and I give him one more year. I was really looking forward to see what Lamar Jackson was going to do in the playoffs this season after the season, the regular season he had. It's a little bit disappointing, but for me to say that I'm surprised, I'm surprised that they lost to Tennessee, but I'm not surprised that he was going to lose in the playoffs. I thought that if they got by the first round, they were not going to you know, win in the, in the divisional championship. Um, whoever they face, most likely Kansas City. But credit to the Tennessee Titans. They did the unthinkable. Number one, taking over for taking, you know, taking down the legacy in Belichick and Brady, and then unexpectedly coming home to Baltimore and slapping, manhandling the Ravens. More important, making Lamar Jackson look like a running back and not a real quarterback, regardless of throwing for 365 yards on yesterday's game. It is what it is. In closing, the Titans are on a historic run at the moment in the playoffs, no doubt about it. But let's not get it twisted, boys and girls. There are still two more games to go to make real history. Now, they are not the 2007 New York Giants, all right, who, made that his, who made history by winning three road games in the playoffs. Wild card against the Buccaneers, all right, the divisional the uh, divisional against the Cowboys, and then going to Green Bay called for the frostbite game. I like to call it the frostbite game because Tom Coughlin was like having frostbite. I thought he was going to die against the Green Bay Packers before they made it to the Super Bowl. And, of course, upsetting the 18-0 New England Patriots, all right, who went down to the Super Bowl 17-14. So... Here's a little message to one of my favorite uh, morning show hosts that I listen to on a, on a morning ba- on a daily basis when I drive to work. I want to tell Clay Travis to slow his ho- slow your horses, Clay Travis, pretty much. All right, of I'll kick the coverage morning show. Let's not get crazy just yet. You still got two more games to go. Tighten up. You know what? I'm only gonna make a single episode today. I'm only gonna talk about the Titans. This is all I got for everybody today. I, I believe I, I think there there is a good you know it's a good feel story. And I think it's great for the NFL. It's great for the NFL to see the, a Cinderella uh, team, just like the Giants did a few years ago, kind of make a run, an unexpected run. And to the Dolphins, story of your life. Players leave you and become successful somewhere else. Is Mr. Tannenhill, just like Wes Welker, 
And I don't even want to go because the line, the list is very long. Thank you for listening. Check out the description below and uh, for all the platforms where this show can be, where you can listen to my podcast. Me, follow me on Twitter. Let me know your comments. I appreciate you all. Your boy E-Man signing out. Peace.